Welcome back to the Vibrantly Gray podcast. I'm your host, Kathy Working. Here in the Vibrantly Gray community, we support older women in pursuing their big dreams. I believe that age should never be a barrier to achieving one's goals and living a meaningful life. In today's episode, I hope you will be inspired and empowered to live your life vibrantly. Before I introduce this episode, I'd like to remind you that every Thursday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, I do a live art lesson on the Vibrantly Gray Facebook page. I'd love it if you would become a viewer. No art experience is necessary, and the art supply list is minimal. So now to today's episode. Cindy Hedges of Bourbon Boot Supply is my guest today. Located on Main Street in Paris, Kentucky, Cindy has grown her business steadily over the last few years. Her store is a prime example of knowing your niche and target audience, as you will see in our conversation. The store is known for its customer service, as Cindy pays attention to the details of the customer experience and is a pro at hospitality. Bourbon Boot Supply started as a suggestion by Cindy's husband, but she has become passionate about it. Now in her 50s, she continues to learn, grow, and plan for the future. Good afternoon, everyone. This is uh, Kathy working with Made in Paris, and I'm chatting today with Cindy Hedges from Bourbon Boot Supply. Yes. Oh, sorry. I forgot the supply. Uh, I always okay. just refer to it as Bourbon, bourbon Boot. That's Cindy I do it too boot. sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, anyway, thank you very much for thank letting you. me talk with you. And basically what I want to do is learn more about your business okay. and what you offer to the public. Well, it's, I started in probably a little over 600 square foot. I started out with four boot companies, so it made my store look extremely full. Yes. I, and I will, what, what year was this? This was in 2009 okay. is when I first started. Okay. Go into it, gung-ho, yeah. I'm so excited. And after the first week, I'm thinking, what did I get myself <laughs> into? But it all, from there on, it just, it, it evolved and it snowballed yeah. and the business grew. So what was your dream when you opened up? Actually, this was never my dream. This was actually my husband's idea to open oh. this boot store. Well, what happened to the husband? I don't see the husband. No, I don't either. Here. He just kept encouraging me. He thought that, you know, Jimmy Jones had a store here for years, a very yeah. successful yes. store. When he closed, he thought Harris would be a great place for a boot store. And we talked about this several times, and one day I just took him up on his offer. Yeah, good. Was he surprised? He was surprised, <laughs> and he funded me everything we needed to get it going, right. and I was able to pay him back, though, yes. years later, which was a great feeling. But, you know, it has really turned into something that's not really a job. It's, it is really, I, I enjoy, yeah. this is my... When I come to work, this is like my little piece. It's a great, great environment. So tell us, because you've you've expanded from I did expand. just the boots. I expanded um, from the boots. So after approximately two and a half, three years, I outgrew that space and I moved to, down the street to another space that was about 1,200 square feet. Okay. And when I was able to get that space, 
I still was growing the business and adding new boot lines, and I started with a dabbling, not a lot, but I dabbled in a little bit of clothing. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of the ladies' jeans, some men's jeans, some men's shirts, and it wasn't very long till I outgrew that spot. After about seven years, I outgrew that mm-hmm. spot, and so this building became available. Yeah. At 623, and I was able to get this building. When I got this spot, it really evolved. Then it really became, uh, I had more room to do everything I wanted to. I wanted to really reach out to children's riding britches, helmets. Uh I wanted to do a whole section of kids stuff and really expand that. And I, I was able to do that with this extra room. Okay. Well, and are the are the boots still kind of the heart and soul of your business or with the other? The boots are my bread and butter. Okay. They support the whole business, the boots. And, you know, we don't only just do Western boots. We do work boots. Mm-hmm. We do steel toe boots for okay. the Okay. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. We also do, you know, we have a full line of uh, farm boots, like the muck boots, but the dry shod brands. Mm-hmm. Then we have a whole section of kids' boots. We have women's boots. You know, we the boots are, yes, definitely my bread and butter. Okay. okay. So what else have you added? Well, the, the boots are your best seller, but the, what, the boots are my what, best el- what else do you offer? Okay. So we offer um, clothing for Ladies for men, we offer a limited amount of clothing, but I do the jeans for our kids. And then when I purchased this building, it also came with an embroidery business within. Oh. And we have a full-time person, Miss Terry, that keeps all of that running for us. So some of your horse farms that come in and they need jackets for the sales. Mm-hmm. So we're able to put all of their logos on there, their their farm names. We do screen printing, embroidery, heat press. Okay. Y'all are busy under this roof. We are busy. <laughs> and, you know, it. that is a great addition to this because sometimes you have your slower months through here. So it's nice to have something else that balances yes. your business just Absolutely. a little bit. Absolutely. That's a really smart uh, piece of advice. Uh, that you just shared. Now, I noticed uh, you have Steve Johnson and his wife, Beth. Beth. Okay. Uh, I always forget her, forget her name. So, sorry, I'm bad with names. This is handmade jewelry, mm-hmm. right? So, can you tell me a little bit about why you went into handmade uh, goods? Well, you know, Steve started out doing mm-hmm. the bronze um, mm-hmm. set, the figures, and his wife, Beth, is very much so into the jewelry. Okay. So both of them together, it just kind of evolved for him, too, since he already had the molds to go on and do the pieces yes. of jewelry. Now, Beth likes to put her own little spin on the jewelry, and Beth has an eye for fixing the chains and adding yes. the pieces yes. together. You know, this is something that Beth has put together. And it's all sterling silver. Okay. They do offer a few pieces in the gold. I don't particularly stock the gold mm-hmm. because it's a little on the pricier side. But it's something we can get for you yeah. if you decide you want something in gold. Okay. But Beth kind of approached me about the jewelry. And I, t- I was just thrilled when she yeah. came to me and asked if I 
would like to kind of carry some of their pieces. And it is what an addition to my store. That yes, is all I, I know can say. They're doing very well with it. The they jewelry. are doing very well Steve with it. Steve stops by my place every so often and and we sort of catch up on how, how their business is going. He's very excited Steve for is them. very talented, yes. I will tell you. And the detail in his jewelry, it I mean, it just comes through. So yeah. he does a, he just does a great job. Okay. And we have people that come here from out of town and this, you know, they want to come back and they may have bought the horseshoe and they come back to get the jockey caps or the horse hit. So mm -hmm. everybody that has a piece of Steve's jewelry is always looking to add another piece to it. Right, right. Yeah, well, thanks for that explanation. It's I, I love this bracelet here. I do too. And then you also carry um, T-shirts. We do carry okay. T-shirts. And we're able to do our own screen printing here in-house, but that's not to say that I don't like to support some of my local people too. <laughs> right, and this right. is uh, Brittany Wiley's yes. work. Yes. I've, I've been a huge fan of Brittany's work from... Way back when I was at my little store. And she has a company called Bluegrass Scripts. Scripts, yes. yes. And she is she is the queen of hand scripting. Yes. I will tell you that right now. But she, I'm always looking to support another small mm -hmm. local artist. Mm -hmm. And I can't think of any better way than somebody who has been, you know, at, in a little store and has built things up. To help somebody Absolutely. else that is on their journey to get eventually their storefront. Yeah. Do you have other business, because you've been in business for a while and you're being successful in that Thank business. You. Thank so you. So do you have other small business owners asking you for advice or? I have had several in the past yeah. and, and that, that'll ask me advice and I'm. I'm more than willing to help anybody that wants yeah. to go into business. What for is themselves. like the number one question that, that they ask? The you? number one question. <laughs> okay. The number one question is, um, it looks like it's so much fun and I can't wait to open up my own business and work for myself. Well, now I'm going to tell you it is fun. I love coming in here every day, but it's the hardest job I've ever had in my life. Yes. You are. You're the janitor. You're the complaint department. You're the accounts receivable. Mm -hmm. You do all your own marketing. So be prepared. Yes. Be prepared. And I think that's a lot of what some of our small businesses don't really understand how much work is involved in right. running your own business. Right. It's not just sitting behind the counter. No. And ordering inventory. Yes. Right? And unpacking boxes <laughs> yes, all day. And that's all, all the that's fun all stuff. Fun, but it uh, is fun. Yeah. But, uh, you know, those box, those boxes just don't magically appear. They have yeah. to be ordered and mm -hmm. that takes time and you, you have to uh, pay those bills. That takes a little time. So then once you get it all out, you've got to do your marketing. Yes. Yes. That's and, and that's one of the questions I wanted to ask you is how do you get the word out about your business? Well, you know, when I first started, I didn't have a ton of money to spend on advertising. Mm -hmm. So I, did turn to uh, social media, to mm -hmm. Facebook, and I did use a lot of Facebook, but you cannot rely on just social media. Right. I, this is just my thought. I think you do need... No, to, I think you're correct with that. You, yeah. you do have to uh, seek out some other places, but I will tell you the best form of advertisement for me is when a customer tells another mm -hmm. customer, Oh, I got the great, I got a great deal at Bourbon Boot. I got some new boots. I loved it. Cindy was very helpful. 
that is something you can't pay for. Right. So being customer centered uh, throughout their whole experience. Absolutely. Yeah. I love first time customers. They're my favorite. But those return customers, I know. It's like, they're, the, they are again. they're the best <laughs> because they keep my doors open. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so uh, are you on online store? Do you have an online store at I all? I don't have an online okay. store. I've uh, That thought is in the back of my mind mm-hmm. right now about doing an online yeah. store. We'll need to talk. We we'll do talk. need to talk. Yeah. Right now, anything you wanted to purchase from my store, you could you can um, see a lot of my stuff off of my Facebook page, and I would be more than happy to, you know, take your payment over the phone and ship it out to you. And I do that quite yeah. a bit. Um, like we said before, you know, I'm just a one woman. Yes. And I don't know that... I'm ready to take on an online store too. But, you know, I just had a birthday this year and I'm, I might be looking at down the road at retiring yes. someday. And that might be something I would be interested in. If you in. don't mind me asking, how old are you? I just turned 60 this year. Oh, you're a young pup. Oh, really? <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. So, so what? challenges have you faced being 60 and running the business and being the only, you don't have any employees? I have one employee, Miss Terry, who runs all of the embroidery. And I do have a couple of girls that come in and help me through special events that we have. But, you know, the older you get, it takes you a little longer to do things and get them done. Uh, I get sidetracked a little bit easier. You know, I start out doing this, but then I'm end up over here doing this. I can't say that there's anything negative right now about being 60. I'm tickled to even being able to make it to 60. I know. It's just every day is a gift. Every day is a gift. And, you know, I would never want my husband to know how much fun I have coming (laughs) to my job. because he's missing out on it. But he is. But I do, I really do enjoy this job. Well, and I think because I am six years older than you, I I, you don't I, look I, I do think that you bring a certain wisdom that is born from a lot of experience when you're running your, your own business, at, you know, after 50, 60 years old. And you understand the importance of serving your customers, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. My only regret sometimes is I wish that I had started this earlier than in my forties, you know, because I would be at a better place now, but you know, you do, you do come with wisdom over, over time. And I have realized at being 60, it's, it's not the, I don't let the little things bother me as bad as they used to. You know, maybe I didn't plan ahead for this big sale, but I can come in here and I can wing a sale. Because you've survived other... (laughs) Other crises, After right? you've raised children, you have grandchildren, you become a little more flexible, yeah, like, right? Okay, I made it through that experience, so I'll, I know I can make it through this one. So, well, we are right in the middle of what the the J months, which are known the J months, oh. which are known in retail as being slow. They are slow. Um, so, what do you do besides panic just a little bit? Well, right. you know. And it, this, this came with, uh, it, it took me a little while to figure this one out too. You know, when I started doing this business, I didn't, I had never worked retail and yeah. I did not have any experience in marketing. 
So everything I've kind of learned by trial and error. Mm -hmm. So, you know, when those good months come around in December and January, February, you know, you got to put back for these little slow yes. months in June yeah. and July. And they're going to happen. And there definitely is a cycle. Um, and I know the J, it's kind of a fun, you know, the J months. But I also find that August is slower for my retail business. Is that the same for you? You know, I think it all depends on what kind of business you have. Because for me, August is really a good month because I have all my kiddos going back to school. school. Okay. So they need back to school clothes. They need yeah. new boots. They need new shoes. But now June and July seem to be the vacation months. Everybody's yeah. saving up for that vacation. But I tell you, there's something I like to do on slow months is, you know, everybody has that back room that you fill up with inventory that you got to get rid of eventually. Yes, yes. And those are the best months for me to have my sidewalk sale mm -hmm. or to have a buy one, get one half yeah. off sale. Really give them a deal. you got to. And yeah. once they get in here, chances are they're usually going to buy more than just that sale right. thing. So that's one of the benefits. The other benefits is that you've got money sitting back in your storeroom. Yes, right. let's that, talk about that, that inventory that, that we have back there that we didn't sell last that you year. you need to liquidate. You right? do need to liquidate it. And I, I have a little theory on that. So when it's sitting in that storeroom, it's not making you any That's money. That's right. In fact, it's, it's taking costing. up. It's yes. costing you money and it's taking up space back there. So this is just an example. If I have $50 in a, in a product and it's sitting back there and it's costing me money because it is taking up my space, you're better off to sell that at 10 or $15 and move it out, mm -hmm. make a little bit off of it and, and take a little bit of right. a loss. Right. Because right. you're now freeing up room back there that you can actually use to store things. And you have you, a little cash in your pocket. A little cash <laughs> never hurts to have in the pocket. But you also are making room, too, for the items that you need to stock up for for your winter months yeah. that you know are you're going to sell those. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I've talked to several business owners that during the slow months, uh, they spend their time preparing for the fourth quarter yes. because they know that it's going to be busy. Absolutely. Um, and they also have done very well with like mystery boxes. Mystery boxes? Where you take some of the stuff in your back and you put them together and you offer a deal, but they don't know what they're buying. Okay. Like, I mean, you can say, okay, here, this is for a woman size large. Right. Okay. I like this. And then this. you put together, see, I'm just passing on a little tidbit there. Okay. We may do some of these mystery boxes. Those sounds like fun. Yeah. yeah. And, and you, and you give them, you know, like the, normally this, the items in this box would cost $75. We're giving it to you for 50 Right. So, yeah. so you're really discounting it, but it's stuff that's just sitting in the back anyway. You got to move it out anyway. And sometimes people like the mystery and the, the Is, surprise. Do they? Yeah. That, yeah. I, that's not my nature. Uh huh. Um, but other, particularly women, like to do that. So okay. I'll what a great idea. Along to you Never had to the... thought of doing something like that, but that's a great idea. Yeah. Well, thank you. I thank you. you. Yeah. I think now, I learned something new I, today. I know that you have uh, secretariat uh, items up yes. here for sale. So, so do you want to tell our listeners a little bit about what Downtown Paris is? 
anticipating and we preparing are, for. We are anticipating the opening of our new park, the Secretariat Park. We're going to have a, a life-size bronze. The landscaping is going to be finished hopefully by November. As of last week, November the 10th. November the 10th. Yes. And we already have. And it's on time. I I keep checking. Oh, it is going to be on time. (laughs) Great. We're running on time. So we have our, uh, our mural is already uh, set and it's painted on the, the building there. So when you come down Main Street, you see this beautiful mural of Secretariat. So we're hoping that we're going to get a real big burst of uh, tourists mm-hmm. and people coming to see the Secretariat Park. So I have uh, kind of geared up and I've started to stock a lot of uh, Secretariat memorabilia. And it is all licensed. Yes. And we will have more coming in the closer that we're getting to November. But November is going to be a huge month for Paris, Kentucky. Yes. And for those people who are, aren't are from Paris and Bourbon County, um, Secretariat spent his last years right yes. outside of Paris at Claiborne Farm, and he's buried there. Yes. So that's that's the, the tie with the, the community and, and the, the legacy of Secretariat. Secretariat, twice the size of the heart of, of a regular yes. horse. Yeah. So, yes, we do have Secretariat memorabilia. So how do you prepare for a big event like that? You're you're going to be ordering more inventory. What what are you doing to kind of gear up for that weekend? Uh, that weekend, we'll have extra um, people here helping with sales. I'll have a few extra girls to help us. And um, just making sure I have plenty of stock in... Yes. All shirts, in caps, in the mugs, just anything that with Secretariat's name on it, pretty much. Does it ever, like, scare you a little bit that maybe people aren't going to show up? I don't think that it, it doesn't scare me because what I'm hearing from some of the people downtown with their B&Bs that they're already filling up. Mine is. And people are talking, you know, with the... Uh, bronze coming to town, how people are going to be cheering it on. I think it's going to be fabulous. And I think it's going to be even bigger than what we think, because even when Jamie was down here doing the mural, Mm -hmm. we already had people coming from everywhere to see that mural. Yeah. Well, I know other communities have big events. I think this one, and so it's helpful to know how you're preparing for it. But I think the difference with the event that's going to happen in November is that Secretariat Park and the mural, it's not going anywhere, no, right? So it's no. going to be a continual magnet mm-hmm. uh, for, for tourists. I, I do believe that this is going to help every merchant downtown in Paris. Okay. And I hope we'll every keep our merch- fingers and toes crossed. I hope everybody is gearing up for it, too, because, uh, you know, not only when they get here to see the mural, Yes, they're going to want to shop, but they're going to need to eat, and they're going to need yes. some place to stay. They're going to want to take back some art. They're yeah. going to want to take back some candles. Candles, right. You know, so, yes, I think everybody is going to benefit from this. We hope so, because if you are running a business in a small town, it can be extremely challenging to get people in your, in your door. But I think I kind of feel like Paris is building momentum. 
and that if we all just keep working together, um, that it will make it all a little bit easier for all of us. I think Paris is uh, building the momentum. And I will tell you, we see tourists on a daily basis in here. And, you know, the, I try to find out what 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 brings you to Paris? What what do you yeah. what brought you to our little town? And you know, ninety percent of them will tell me it's either the bourbon or the horses. Mm -hmm. They've come here for the bourbon trails, or they've come to see the horses, or both. Yeah. But the very thing every tourist will tell me when they're here, we just love your little town. Yeah. We love Paris. We'd like to live here. We we just love your little town. Bring it on. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Come on. Bring it on. But, well, I, I, I'm going to go back to, this will be my last question for you, but I'm going back to the have, running a business as an older woman, okay. an older sage woman, okay? <laughs> uh, older, seasoned, okay? So do you have, you know, a, a, a vision for the future for this? Uh, are you just going to keep going? I mean, what what are you thinking about? Well, you know, my husband retired this past year. And we do have uh, cattle and we have things at the farm and he takes care of. So he did talk to me about, are, are, is retirement in your near mm -hmm. future? No, retirement is not in my Good. near future. You're speaking my language. Because I love what I do. Yes. And I don't Why think... retire? Exactly. Yeah. This isn't really work for me. Yeah. I do enjoy this. So I don't see retirement in my future. I see me running this store. This is my vision. Mm -hmm. I see me running this store. And I may be coming in here with my little walker eventually <laughs> to get in and out of here. But as long as I have my health yes. and I still love what I'm doing, I'm going to continue doing this. Yeah, well said. Um, now, I have talked to my children, and I, neither one seems to be super interested in the business. Mm -hmm. However, I have a granddaughter that oh, yeah, is you can showing. Start, you can start raising. And how old is she? She is 13. Okay. Well, there you go. Uh, she helps me quite a bit in here. Okay. So, so put she, her in training. And, she uh, can she can run just about everything yeah. in here except the embroidery That's business. That's great. That's great. So maybe you know, maybe in the future there may be another generation running yes. this business. That would be fabulous. I, that would make me extremely happy. Yeah, yeah. But well, what are your hours? Your address? How do people get in touch with you? So if you could give us all of your contact information. Okay. Well, you can follow us on Facebook. Our address is 623 Main Street. My hours are 10 to 5, Tuesday through Friday, Saturday 10 to 4. Okay. And in the summer months, I like to take off on Monday. So I'm close on Sunday you. and Monday. But in the fall, um, after Halloween, getting close to Thanksgiving, mm -hmm. we start coming back in on five days a week. Okay. So it would be 10 to 5. Monday through Friday, okay. Saturday, 10 to 4. Uh, you can find any of my information off of my Facebook page. And that's Bourbon um, Boot Supply. Supply. Bourbon Boot Supply. And you can call. If you see something off my Facebook page that you want to purchase, you can call us. We'll mm -hmm. we'll get it out, mailed out to you. What else? Let's see. Well, I think, I think that uh, they can find you on social media and uh, I'm, I I try take to, it from there. I try to stay, uh, put some posts on Instagram. I'm still learning oh, this Instagram yeah, business. Yes. I haven't 
fully figured out how to do all of this, but I'm learning. Um, Are you dancing on TikTok yet? I don't have any dance moves yet. I, I don't know if that's something I should post or not. That might be well, maybe a good laugh for but your audience. I, I have a sense of humor. I hope you all do. But, uh, yeah, you can contact us. And all of my info, my phone number, is it, all on our Facebook page. Okay. All right. And I will also post it in the Made in Paris Facebook page as well. So, Thank you so much. Well, thank you. I really I've appreciate enjoyed your it. inside, and thank you for being a, a bright light on Main Street. Oh, I love Main Street. You yeah. know, this is my home downtown. This is my home away from home. Yeah. I hope you enjoyed listening to this podcast. If you did, please join our community on Facebook. There, you will find reading suggestions, meaningful dialogue, and additional stories of women who are going big. The link is posted in the show notes. As Betty Friedan said, aging is not lost youth, but a new stage of opportunity. So let's do it together.